Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Hey, we are back, you guys. I've got my setup up and running again. Regular microphone, all of that jazz. We are set up to rock and roll and talk about the Horizon RC Fest. Coming up this week starts Friday, September 10th and 11th. And uh, they've got the whole schedule of events listed now on uh, horizonhobby.com forward slash RC dash fest. Dot HTML, rc-fest.html. You can also get to there from just going to their homepage. Uh, I'll make sure I put a link down below. Uh, if you guys are watching this before it actually takes place, or not watching but listening to this, so um, yeah, there is a bunch of fun stuff that's going to go on. I'm super stoked to be going. I'm actually going to be going in the day before. I got a hotel room starting Thursday night. So I'm going to run down there uh, Thursday afternoon, hang out for a little bit, get ready for racing on Friday and Saturday, and just having a good old time. Here's the kind of stuff that they're going to have there, guys. Crawler Try Me. They've got a little course set up. Um, last time they had like ECX Barrage 112 skills set up for uh, kids to just go ahead and go out and run them. And um, that was pretty cool. They had a little course set up. It was really fun watching all the little kids. It was like right across from where we were racing. Um, And so you just watch all these kids come and try for the first time, and they were hooked. You could tell. They had a little kiddie pool set up over by the plains, and that was a RC boat try me. So there's stuff for people. Even if you don't have RCs or you aren't into RCs, well, first of all, why would you be listening to this podcast? So uh, this isn't necessarily geared toward them. Uh, But... If you are into RCs, but maybe you don't have them in all the different areas, you know, maybe you do planes or maybe you only do crawlers. Well, they're going to have an RC boat try me set up in a pool. They have an RC airplane try me. And then they've got like demos and stuff, RC air show demos to watch just how good these pilots can make them. And the whole thing ends with a really awesome fireworks night. On Friday night, though, is when I believe they do the Ring of Fire. We'll get to the schedule here in a little bit, but I, if I recall, the Ring of Fire was the night before the night of the fireworks. So there's something to do once it gets dark even. It's it's late nights. It's all day. It's a lot of fun. Uh says they're going to have a model trains display as well. So uh, there's one of the biggest things is the RC air events there. They're just running nonstop there. Um Definitely catering to a huge audience that just comes in to watch these awesome planes and pilots and stuff you don't see every day. They've got bleachers set up over there where you can sit and watch them. And uh, it's it's really, I mean, even as somebody who's not really into the plane aspect of RC, I've got a few and I enjoy it. But man, to watch these pilots do what they do is just unreal. Uh, because the consequences are much greater when they don't land their trick. <laughs> uh, they can be lots of hours of repair involved, depending on what it is, or complete destruction. So they've got an air-to-air combat with them where they are trying to take each other out. That's pretty cool. 
uh, 200-mile-per-hour jet demos. They're going to be screaming them across the field there. It's awesome because there's a big runway. They've got a hangar set up. All the pilots are set up in there, and they go out and they do their thing. Um, and they've got fencing set up where you can watch uh, from behind that in kind of like the safe zone. So, But it's just, you know, you can hear them calling it, what they're doing. It's just really, really well put on. And uh, I think it's an actual huge draw because it, it's very impressive to watch. What we do with the RC cars is pretty cool. Um, it's really fun as the person running it. Watching it, you know, watching an RC crawler event, eh, okay, you know, for a couple minutes. With, with the planes, I feel like there's a longer, you know, it's an event. Uh, so they're going to have air shows at night. And last time the night show was just bang on spectacular. Uh, the way that they, I don't even remember the pilot's name. Uh, one of their pilots, I mean, he was just putting on a show with lights on the wings and it was just fantastic to watch. So, um, they've got the ring of fire, which is cool. They fly airplanes through, um, a propane fueled ring of fire. And then they also have cars jumping through it. And sometimes cars and planes collide and planes and planes collide as they try to make it through the ring. It is just so much fun. Uh, to watch when they catch on fire. Uh, <laughs> really, I mean, it is. When they catch on fire and they're burning on the ground, it's pretty awesome. Um, so they do have the rock crawling try me area, but they've got just a whole section of just rock crawling that they've built that just kind of weaves around next to the um, the building there. And uh, very, very uh, impressive setup for what they've done. And I've heard that it's better and getting better. So... Um, they've been putting it, putting in some work and it's going to be awesome. Uh, they actually have a competition for it. Um, they've got the monster truck side-by-side racing, which I'll be doing. And in fact, I'm looking at the page right now. It looks like that's my sticker bomb 2.0 coming out of the starting blocks there as the photo. So that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, side-by-side monster truck racing. I just heard that maybe we'll be doing retro racing. I don't remember that last time, but I love retro racing. So I'm stoked about that. If that is the case. Uh, I'll be bringing retros. Uh, they've got the off-road try me, which I mentioned before. That now it's kind of doing all the surface events, so it's going back. The other stuff was fun for the family, and so it kind of duplicates. Uh, but there's an RC pulling, and so the pulling crowd brings in these really crazy hopped-up pulling trucks and tractors, and some of the coolest builds. Um, last year or last time I went, which was two years ago because of COVID. Uh, some of those, uh, tractor, man, they were just unreal. Multiple nitro motors, engines, whatever. It's just, wow. Uh, but the attention to detail that they had as well was just unreal. Big squid last time put on the sumo war, big round table, try and knock everybody off. I remember I was watching it because Nate and Abby were going after each other. Uh, from the RC Sailors, and that was pretty hilarious to watch. Um, so I don't remember. I think Abby actually won. I'll have to go back and watch the video. It was in there. I'm pretty sure there was an upset. Where who The person you didn't think was going to win, they looked down and out, came back and won it. Pretty awesome. Speed run, long jump. This is when I kind of first met <laughs> Jeremy Griffith, who we've had on this podcast and on my channel several times since then. Um, man, the, the, the speed that they're hitting this, uh, 
jump is insane. So they're they're doing a speed run, but it's combined combined with a long jump at the end. So they're they're clocking the speed of the cars as they're coming down to see who's going to go fastest. And then at the end of being the fastest person, you also are going to hit the jump fastest, uh, most likely. And it just sends it out into the cornfield or out into the, the field there. And uh, last time it was kind of into the wind, and um, they weren't getting super far. They were getting some good air uh, parachuting. People were throwing their five Bs and stuff off there. Just craziness. People going nuts. Um, it says they're going to have a one-fifth off-road race. I did not know about this. I wish I would have known about that. I would have tried to get mine ready. I'm not going to be ready for that. Dang. Um, Recon G6 crawling events. So, yeah, the Recon G6 guys are going to be there. They're going to put on some events for the crawlers, which I'd mentioned before. They do it on that rock crawling course. And they give you points and all that. Go for winners. Uh, They've got a figure eight racing, which is really fun. You guys know how that is. Basically, it's a figure eight track and lots of carnage in the middle. And I believe it was a last man standing race last time. King of the Hill was interesting. Um, not many of us could actually get to the top of the hill. Um, so that was pretty wild. But that that was the goal is to get to the top and conquer it. Uh, Monster Truck Freestyle, that's at the end of all the side-by-side racing. All that's going to be awesome this year. Uh, Freestyle RC, they were going big and huge with their trucks last year. Um, now with the LMTs and the speed of those things, I just have a feeling it's going to be off the charts insane. And so I am super stoked to see what happens there. Um, so I should mention the Freestyle RC guys are going to be there. If you're into the monster truck stuff, you should definitely check out their table. Uh, they'll be set up just racing, but um, they'll have their trucks on display as they always do. Even if it's just their race trucks, you should just go and look at them because they're some of the most impressive custom builds out there. Josh Rhodes is going to be there from Trigger King. A lot of you guys know him. Watch him on the Trigger King channel. Um, you see him going crazy in freestyle and racing and just tearing it up. So he and some of the other uh, Trigger King guys are going to be coming in uh, as well uh, from from their race crew, and they're going to be a part of this race. So that's going to be awesome. Um, and I look forward to meeting more of them and also getting to race with them. Because we don't get too often. Because I was like East Coast. Now I'm kind of in the middle of all of the racing. (laughs) And I'm going to have to figure out where I'm going to race and how I'm going to race. And what that's going to look like. Uh, But I'm going to definitely keep it up. Mudbog Racing, Night Crawling, Scale Tough Truck Challenge. All that. They've got uh, a list of COVID-19 precautions and protocols and all of that. Um, They're going to have a lot of sanitation stations. Um... It's saying we ask that all non-vaccinated attendees and staff please wear face coverings. So, yeah. Um, so, Friday the 9th and 10th, it opens up 10 a.m. That's when it, the flying begins, open flying. RC Fest is open to the public. Run in and go right to the food trucks, y'all, because those lines, <laughs> make sure you get some food. Um, I met, I one time went with all the race and I didn't really get to eat because I got there and the line was so long. Um, that I didn't get to, uh, oh, Siri's trying to find me food on my phone over there. She's listening to me. Um, I thought I'd turn that off. So I had to hold the button, but whatever the, um, yeah, they've got, they've got food there. It was really good, 
but with the racing and the qualifying and being done and having to be around for your next one, it was tough to get out there to get food. So I'm going to make sure I, I bring some stuff with me this time. Uh, 2 p.m. Toll gate, toll gate racing and figure eight race. So that's fun. The toll gate is where they put the, the posts in through the, the straightaway, and you've got to try and make it through without smashing into them or getting pushed into them and flipped and all that. Again, uh, last man standing, I believe. 5 o'clock, they do an air show demonstration. 6 p.m., long jump and speed runs. So that's when it gets crazy. And then at 10 p.m., show close until morning. Uh, Saturday, it opens at 9 a.m., so a little earlier. Uh, Try Me stations open until 7, from 10 to 7. Same with the first day. Um, so at 11 o'clock is when, on both days, Monster Truck Bracket Racing is um, crawling opens up at 11 a.m. Friday. I think I missed. Uh, let me go back to Friday. I missed what happened at 11. Um, so it opens at 10. I started talking about getting food, and then I jumped down to toll gate racing. So at 11 on Friday... There's the all try me stations are going to open up till 7 p.m. So anybody that wants to try stuff, you've got eight hours and that's, I mean, they're going to have it staffed and all that. So um, definitely there's a lot of horizon hobby manpower out there for sure. There's tons of people wearing shirts uh, that you can, you can get help if you need, whatever. That was one of the cool things. It was like all hands on deck. Everybody's helping out for that weekend. It's like a big a Horizon Hobby family event. Um, so crawling opens. Monster truck bracket racing begins at eleven. Uh, the pulling and the demos and the competition also begins at eleven, and then the mud bog racing also begins at eleven. Uh, and then the day one racing finals. So that's for the bigger race events. Uh, Saturday is when. 9 o'clock again, it opens, 10 a.m., the Trimi stations are open till 7, so you get even longer on Saturday. Show and Shine begins, so bring your clean RC car to join. Um, the Show and Shine last time took place over in the monster truck area. There was a lot of different cars, a lot of monster trucks, the, the, the pullers, all different cars, whatever you had, crawlers. Uh, it all was in that, like, the racing area for monster trucks. Um, and that may not be the same this year, so don't go there just taking my word for it. <laughs> just saying where it was last time. 11 a.m., air combat. That's awesome to watch, uh, watching them take each other out. Uh, sumo competition, tough truck challenge, monster truck bracket racing, pulling demos competition, and day two racing and finals. So um, what it looks like you have going there is now, they don't show the one eight scale racing. Are they only doing fifth scale racing? I'm going back to their website. I'm scrolling back through. Because the racing last time was like eighth scale buggy racing. I wonder if that's what it is again, if that's a typo. Or if they're doing something big just to show people the big trucks. I don't know. I, I'm curious. Now I'm going to have to reach out to somebody and find out. Um, so you've got the uh, freestyle competition starts at 3 p.m. They should be done racing the monster trucks easily by then. 
and then you have the air show demonstration mud bog racing again on Saturday at 12. So if you don't come on Friday, it looks like you've got opportunities on Saturday to do a lot of these figure eight racing at 4 PM freestyle competition at 3 PM. Um, I'm going in all over the place order. <laughs> all right. So let me go back to noon 12 air show demonstration, mud bog racing. I got distracted after the day two racing vinyls and made me wonder if those are fifth scale, because I wasn't seeing the fifth scale racing listed here. So I'm guessing the racing finals they're talking about is whatever it is, fifth scale or eighth scale. Um, so noon, air show demonstration and mud bog racing. 1 p.m. long jump speed run toll gate race. Um, and I'm guessing they're going to kind of not be both at the same time. I'm guessing that they're going to do one and then go to the other one whenever it finishes, like when long jump speed run finishes they'll go do tollgate race that's my guess because it's it's basically from one to three um because at three the freestyle competition begins so uh, i'm guessing that they're gonna not do two events at one time there freestyle competition at three 4 p.m figure eight racing again fun to watch 7 p.m air show demonstration 8 p.m night air show and the Ring of Fire, again, 9 p.m., fireworks. And then 10 p.m., they do a whole bunch of just night flying. So if you can handle the mosquitoes, if they're still around, they may not be as bad this year if it cools down at night. We'll see. Uh, parking passes are $5 per vehicle, uh, and they last through the whole event weekend. You can go in and out with them. And when you buy the per, the parking passes, you get 10 bucks off. So I'm basically reading to you guys their website. If you want to know more about it, you can go and uh, go to Horizon Hobby and see all that information that I just read to you and kind of vamped off of, talked a little bit about from my last experience. Um, they got Mexican food there. Uh, as if food vendors are La Paloma. Mexican delicacies, ice daddies, like shaved ice kind of things, and then Dave's dogs. So pretty cool. Lots of sponsors um, all listed there. I'm not going to read them all. Definitely check it out on your own. Um, I'm super excited about it. I'm going to be bringing stuff for I don't even know how many of these things. Um, I'm definitely going to bring a crawler. I'm definitely going to bring monster trucks. And... Maybe something for sumo. The other thing that's not listed here is there is a bash area. So they just have like a basher park set up with jumps and all that. You can just hit and just have a blast. So bring your trucks in and go nuts um, in that area. Uh, and so that's not listed here. But that was something else that was available just all day long. And it's just bring your own cars in and, and hit that. Um, what else is there? Uh, yeah. So what am I going to bring monster trucks, crawler, and maybe something for sumo. That's kind of where I'm leaning and maybe something for the basher park, but I'm not sure what yet. <laughs> There's so many things I could bring, but I've got to store them all in my hotel room at night and bring them all into the hotel room, and that's just not fun. So, and then i got to bring things to wrench out of them and parts and all that for everything. 
So uh, we'll try to decide. I don't know if you guys have ideas of what you think I should bring. That's one of my bashers. Um, Outcast, Success, maybe Vortex, maybe Big Rock. Uh, what else, What other bashers do I have? Kaiju. I should probably bring something Horizon. We've got the Sentin 3S's, the Mojave. There's qu- There's quite a few options. I was thinking about being in the Bari build, but I just kind of broke it. Not bad. And I I ordered parts overnight, so we'll see if they get here in time to do a fix on it. But um, that's happening. All right, so that's one kind of part of the show. The next part of the show, section of the show, I want to talk a little bit about RC prices because people are talking to me and they're asking me about or pointing out to me, I guess, even, not even asking me. They're just pointing out, look at this, the prices went up on this, or that vehicle just jumped from this to this whenever I post a video. And it's like, okay, so let's talk about it a little bit. Yes, prices are going up, I think, across the board on everything <laughs> these days, from the, the cost of gas to wood to um, vehicles, houses. I mean, all of the markets are kind of crazy right now. And uh, one of the things is shipping. Shipping costs have gone up. Um, And especially the shipping container costs when they're bringing them in from overseas. And so, and I know that from buddies who work at the ports, lining up those shipping containers and all of that and working with these companies to get them to use their port. But prices have gone up a lot on a container on those ships. So... There's a lot of things that are affecting the price. So I just posted that the DBXLE 2.0 is new again, almost two years later. It's it's new again. Uh, basically, they're phasing out one of the remote controls and the DX2E, and they're going with the DX3, which is their new one. They're already making those. They don't have to have different molds and you know wait to change all the machinery over to make the other ones anymore, whatever. So they're going to, you know, only going forward with certain controllers that they make. And the one that came with the the DBXLE is phased out. So they put in a new controller. It actually is nice because it makes it smart. You get battery. Well, the price on it also went up $100. So it used to be $1,100 for a DBXLE. And the price went up to $1,200. And people are thinking it's because of the they changed the controller that's not it at all. There's a lot. I mean, the cost of shipping those, you get less per container. So the per vehicle cost of those and filling a container goes up. Um, you've got all, all the other costs and other things that are going on with the um, metals and metal shortages that were happening, why you couldn't buy bicycles, why you can't get the microchips for cars to be made and plastics and all these things that are just kind of affecting everything right now, including this hobby. And so that's where it is. Armor prices have gone up. Each vehicle has gone up a different price. Uh, I think like the 6S vehicles went up $50. Um, some of the 3S went up 40 I think the Vortex only went up 20 uh, but it was already a higher-priced one. So across the board, things are going up a little bit, and it's not because they changed out a, a radio or, you know, whatever reason it's just kind of you're going to see it with all the companies prices are going to raise a little bit um in fact i know some of the other companies had already been saying that their prices were going to go up and uh, and i'd heard that 
And uh, it wasn't Horizon that I'd heard it from. It was a different one, which I'm not at liberty to say. Uh, but <clears throat> I had been hearing about manufacturing issues, cost in, in you know inflation and costs, and uh, just a, a bunch of other things. Not only is it um, less being made because of demand, and you know everybody, there's so many people needing the machines and needing stuff made, and trying to get the timing of it right, and um, you know when do you change over to make. Uh, for this company versus that company and, and a whole bunch of things that roll into it as well. So not only do we have delays in parts, but we have price increases and all these things that, you know, are making the consumers go, ah, <laughs> and I get it. You know, I, I buy a bunch of RCs every year, um, a lot of RCs every year. And so I feel it too. Um, and there's not a whole lot we can do about it. So I don't know if it will be one of those things where we'll see. Uh, I mean, they were already, I feel like, trying to bring such low pricing in that their margins were probably real tight as it is. You know, you, you look at the price of, like, the Arma 3S vehicles versus anything else four-wheel drive brushless, and it's hard to find anything in that price point. Um, you could say maybe like the Kyosho Madvan, but that's a whole different animal when you look at all the components and stuff involved with that. It's smaller. Um, it, yeah, there's a lot of big differences. But when you're looking at that 10th scale of like the Sentin or the Big Rocks or any of those and the pricing that they're bringing for four-wheel drive brushless systems installed, it's pretty crazy. So um, they have gone up. I would say that they're still lower than the prices of brushless things when I got into the hobby. Uh, how many years ago now? Eight years ago now? Nine years ago I got into the hobby? Like 2013-ish? Um, so I remember buying stuff back then and anything brushless was 400 plus bucks. Um, so you're still just under that. So it's crazy that they've made a market that was lower <laughs> than what brushless used to be. They used to be the higher end stuff and you were paying, you know, a lot of money for them. And so now they've brought the pricing down so low, even, even though it's gone up, I still think it is lower than eight years ago. But you guys, I was still new into the hobby then. So I'm, you guys can call me out on it if I'm wrong on that, but if I go back and look at the cars that were out back then and I look at the prices for them uh, for a four-wheel drive brushless, I don't remember much sub $400. So, um, so it, it is, yeah, a bummer. We had great pricing for a while there. There was a lot of things, you know, pricing was great on for a while there. And um, it's going up. So I don't want to get into it, whether it's political or whether it's what, but it's kind of just the name of the game right now. Um, inflation. So uh, it's a bummer. And, I, you know, I'm glad that some of the pricing, though, I know Mark Santa Maria had said this. The hobby shop said that their cost to get them hasn't gone up as much as the others. So there's there's still money in it for them for the local shops, which is good um, for them to have a good profit margin on the retail pricing. 
so they can stay in business and they can hire employees and they can help us push the hobby to new levels. So, um, you know, it is one of those things where we, you want to be selfish in life and about all things, you know, you, yourself first or whatever, uh, make sure that you, you have, uh, but there's also this kind of like team mentality. And, and I feel like that this hobby is one of those things where it's like for the good of the hobby, there's certain things that I do, uh, including YouTube, including this podcast. Why I do it is to have more content and things available for people that are interested in this or getting into the hobby and want to know more and want to really just dive in, you know, feet first or head first, however they want to do it and, uh, and go for it, you know? And so it's just one of those things where it's like, I say shop local whenever you can. And I try to do that. And I've been to local shops, like I said, already since moving to Michigan. Um, I haven't bought a whole lot of RC, honestly, since moving here. I've had a lot of other expenses to tackle, uh, and limited time. Um, but we're going to be jumping back into it as we get going here to RC Fest and, uh, hopefully going to the Great Lakes Gauntlet, um, in Sparta, Michigan, or over by Ionia or wherever it is over at Walter RC Park, um, the following weekend. And so at those, I'll probably be meeting people and, and getting more stuff or selling stuff and buying stuff and then, you know, finding out where people shop and, you know, but it, it it really is about kind of trying to build community. And so, you know, hobby shops help do that. And so paying into that and, and knowing that they have a little bit better margin to have employees and to have more products available and things like that is good for the hobby. And I like that. So I dislike that the prices are going up for me to buy, but I also in the bigger picture, um, if there's some benefit to the local hobby shops, I do see how that could help because they've been going under left and right. And, um, if this helps them out, then that will hopefully, and maybe it won't, maybe it'll be reversed. Maybe less people will buy because of the cost going up. I don't know. Um, but I hope that's not the case. Uh, it's been really cool seeing how many people are getting into the hobby right now and, um, and just excited about it. And the community that comes with it, online um the friends that i've made through it has been insane and uh just super cool so um it's one of those hobbies that's really fun to share with other people and that's what i like about it so anyway guys i'm kind of just rambling on and on here we're gonna start bringing this thing to a close but i wanted to get one in here i just finished setting up my microphone and getting everything back and set up to knock these out so we can keep them rocking and rolling. We're going to get some people on here soon uh, for a little recap on Horizon RC Fest and other events. So we'll catch you guys later. Thanks for tuning in.